You're listening to CRV Ambreed's Better Herd podcast, brought to you in partnership with the New Zealand Dairy Exporter. Join us as we talk to CRV Ambreed experts, industry leaders and farmers about hot topics and issues affecting herd improvement in New Zealand's dairy industry today. Keep current with industry news and get practical tips for improving the health and efficiency of your herd. Welcome to the third episode of CRV's Better Herd podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Haitana from the New Zealand Dairy Exporter. This podcast series is a great way for CRV to help farmers stay connected as they consider their herd improvement options for next season. CRV Ambreed is due to launch its new herd recording and management tool, MyHerd, in June this year. And today I'm talking with CRV IT manager, Andrew Singers, and the company's herd testing manager, Mark Redgate, about the new tool and how herd testing data will be incorporated. We're also joined by Waikato dairy farmer, Marty Vickers, who has been part of the farmer group testing the MyHerd tool. Marty will also be using CRV's pregnancy testing through milk sampling next season. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you today? Fantastic. Very well, thanks. Thank you. Marty, I hear it's raining over in the Waikato today. You'll be happy? Yeah, yeah. We need the rain. We haven't had a lot since about January, so it's gone green, but not much grass yet. Are you still milking there? Yeah, we actually autumn calve. We've only got 36 cows to calve. Oh, fantastic. So you're almost through. Yeah. And how many cows are you milking there? 250. So today we're going to be talking about the MyHerd tool. Andrew, can you tell us a bit more about it and about the reaction that farmers have um, been having that have been trialling it? Are they getting excited about the program? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, we've got quite a lot of interest um, in the product over the last um, few months. We've just allowed social media to um, spread the, the message for us and it's been really interesting to see some of the comments uh, that are um, appearing on social media. Farmers seem really excited about having a choice in the market for herd recording, which is great. And so when does it go live? Well, that's a very good question. We're planning on launching um, sometime in June. We had hoped to uh, use the field days as our launch vehicle, but obviously with um, COVID-19, that's been put on hold. So we're going to have to change our approach a little bit, but we're still um, targeting our current Insight customers to start to be able to migrate onto the application in June. So for farmers that are migrating from Insight, what does that entail for farmers? The migration from Insight is a really um, simple and uh, painless process. We will have a, a process whereby they just need to use their current Insight uh, username and password, which will effectively give them access into the new MyHerd application. So CRV has joined forces with FarmIQ to develop MyHerd. Andrew, can you tell us a bit more about this partnership and what farmers can expect with this collaboration? Yeah, it's um, it's quite a different approach, but one that's quite relevant and modern. We can't do everything ourselves, and so we look to partner with organisations that can um, help us deliver something into the marketplace quickly, and FarmIQ's been the perfect partner for that. One of the strengths in this approach is um, for us to be able to work with other dairy industry partners to collaborate together and to pull all the farmers' um, data into one platform. And from there, we'll be able to provide better management tools and reporting um, from that data. 
So Farm IQ obviously has things like interactive farm maps, environmental plans and, and health and safety, which can all help farmers integrate with their herd data. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's two components to what we're doing. There's the MyHerd software that's available for our current inside customers or any dairy farmers to use as a herd recording package. But also there's the ability to upgrade from MyHerd to use the enterprise dairy product um, that sits in FarmIQ. And in that product, there's a lot more software available. So that's where we see the integrated farm maps, the health and safety module, the feed planning module, and it's fully integrated with the herd data from MyHerd. So what are some of the other advantages of this new MyHerd tool, Andrew? Well, the tool's very easy to use. So we've done a lot of work on the usability of the tool. We want to make it really easy for dairy farmers to not only enter information, but also to obtain the reports um, that they need to manage their business. So in the feedback that we've received from the uh, farmers to date, it's been very good around the usability. And uh, I don't know, Marty, if you've got any comments around that, you've been using the product, I believe, over the last few months. Yeah, I was actually had a look at it again last night to go through we're actually running a, it's like a dummy situation. So our herd's in there, but any carvings or matings, anything we put in is not going live. I found it very easy to put the carvings in, getting rid of cows as far as culling goes. They've got a great plan there with where you can click on all your different reports, which makes it pretty easy just to straight away look up any particular events on a cow or anything like that. Oh, that's great, Marty. And Andrew, I presume this is available on a on an app as well as your normal PC? Yeah, that's right. Um, we've got a PC version for use basically in the um, home office environment, but all the events and animal information is available offline on the mobile app. And how does it work with multiple users in terms of having staff being able to input data at the same time? Yeah, so there's no restriction on the number of staff or that you can have accessing your farm information. And not only with the staff, the farmer themselves can actually provide access to anyone that they want to have login and look at their farm information or their animal information. So if they want to provide access to vets or other people that might be servicing their farm, they can simply set up another user on their farm so that those people can actually log in and um, look at the information that they need to. And that's all controlled by some very good security uh, mechanisms that allow the farmers to only provide access to certain information to individuals that they give access to their records. And what about farmers who have a mix of dairy and dry stock? Can they use MyHerd across both classes? That's where the enterprise dairy upgrade comes into effect. So you can basically manage as many farms as you like, dry stock, sheep and beef, and with uh, MyHerd dairy. And how does MyHerd work with Nate in terms of farmers doing their Nate records? Yeah, well, that was another good reason to be part of the FarmIQ platform. They've had integration with Nate running for um, over seven years. It's been well used. Um, It's a very mature part of the platform. So we know when uh, Nate has received or hasn't received the information. So the integration with Nate's very, very good. So you've mentioned it already, Andrew, but uh, it's probably important to state again that the data ownership is quite well protected 
for farmers putting their information into my head? Yeah, well, our view, CRV's view is that the farmers um, own their information that they enter. We need access to use that information. And so really from our perspective, we don't have any issues if a farmer wants to leave the platform to enable them to take the information with them. So there's been a bit of a change to plan with COVID-19 at the moment, but how has my herd been tested in real life farming situation? Has it been proven? So yeah, it's been proven through the user group that Marty's part of. A number of farmers have access to our test environment. And so when we've got a new um, version of the product available to release, so you know when we finished the mating uh, entry screens, then we would release that to that group of farmers and they would go in there and they would enter their actual matings or carvings that they had had on farm um, into that system and we could see and ensure that the data was captured correctly. So Marty is autumn carving 250 cows in Nahanapuri near Hamilton. Marty, can you tell us a bit more about your farming business there? We actually first went autumn carving was 2012. We carved in the spring and then milked the cows for 16 to 17 months without re-carving again. So we mated in the end of May 2013 and did our first autumn carving 6th of March 2014. We're set up very well for winter milking because we've got a fully covered feed pad which holds the whole herd at once and we're also on a good country which is sandy loam which does not get very wet through the winter so that suits the land pretty well. We have a 500 kilo milk solids a day contract with Fonterra through the winter and this makes it worth milking through the winter because they pay well for the milk through the winter. Generally we start, we're supposed to start calving on the 6th of March this year, the cows seem to be a couple of weeks early for some reason, and dry off on the 20th of January. Some advantages we have, we actually run, have a contract milker, and he actually took the job because we're autumn calving and liked the whole setup and the way it operated. So it's great for summer holidays, The other good thing is that the cows don't lose condition over summer because we're dry in February and they don't seem to need a lot of feed to keep their condition on them. The staff actually get holidays in the summer and when the cows are dry and that heat, um, we've got quite a lot of trees around the farm, they're just quite happy to more or less get half a paddock a day through February. We usually start feeding out again by the, well this year it was earlier, it was about the middle of February before we start calving. So it actually works in really well. And what sort of production are you doing there, Marty? We're on just under 90 hectares and we're doing 130,000 kilos of milk solids. Nice. And you've been using Insight up until you've been trialling my head? Yep, we're still using Insight now. I've also got the app on my phone. Yep. So from a farmer's perspective, um, what do you think of the new tool, my head? From what I've used of it, I've found, as Andrew said, it's easy to use. Like, I've had no formal training on any computers. I grew up on this time when we didn't have phones, mobile phones or any of that. All the computing I've got is more just from my wife telling me how the computer works and just trial and error. And I found it's very easy to enter your cows, enter your numbers. Works very well. You enter in one number and it comes up with all the cows that have got, if it's a one with a one in it, and you can just click on the cow you want, enter in the day she carved, all the dates. It's 
pretty easy to use. So. so what other advantages have you sort of noticed that my herd might be able to bring you in your everyday business? Uh, at this stage, it's sort of hard to tell until I sort of get it up full and running because Andrew said we're, they're putting out parts as they do to get the mating module done. They put that up for us to use. One of the best things I've found, which is the Insight app on your phone, meaning I can be standing in a paddock and enter a cow's number and come up. This, again, will come through on this new system, which will be great. But I think entering stock is easier than what it was, entering data, and also the reporting looks like it would be far advanced from what was on Insight for doing different reports on cows. Which would obviously be valuable Marty, I mean, it's all about putting data in, but it's really the reports that help you make your decisions, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's getting that data back out and, you know, picking those cows, being able to enter the cows you want to cull and see the highest producers, lowest producers and all that. And I was looking last night and all our herd recording from herd tests have all gone through onto that. So I can look up and see what, you know, production of the cows, it gives you graphs of her production throughout the year. So um, you can look at individual cows that way. And so will you be able to keep using this to help with your mating decisions and data entry as well, Marty? Yes, I have not seen on the new, I haven't talked to Andrew about the new app, but on Insight you could enter your matings on your app, so I suppose that'll be the same. Well, at Andrew, as it was? Yeah, that's right. We've got a similar process there, but we've tried to put some enhancements in place to make it even easier to enter all the events on your mobile phone because most people have mobile phones these days. That's their primary thing. They're always carrying it around. And so we've made the event entry really quite easy. And um, we've also introduced the ability to see um, what you've done over time. Also, to be able to look at a summary of the transactions or the events that you've just entered. So you can give it just that final check before you commit the information into the database. One of the other things around um, staff, so you, say you might have four or five staff members on farm, you can also configure the system so that you may want to check you know, what your staff members have, have actually entered on their mobile devices before it's committed into the database as well. So you've got the ability to do that. So you can see that um, and approve those events before they end up in your herd records. Oh, just that point on that, I see that as being a great advantage because, yes, we have staff on the farm and sometimes they'll come back with the cows and calves and say, this calf's by that cow, and I'll go, no, she wasn't mated to Frisian, so that won't be a calf. And if they've already entered it and it's gone, I can't stop it. Whereas if you could then go in and change, it would be great. Yeah, that sounds really helpful. And Andrew, can you give us an example? You said that you could look back on the history of what you've done. So, for example... When you go to add in a mating, can you see the prior five matings that you've done with that cow and what bulls you've used? Yeah, absolutely. Look, there's a couple of um, aspects to that. One is being able to go back and look at um, all the history that you've got, uh, that you've ever captured about an animal, an individual animal. So you can see her matings, her carvings, her lactations, all that information's available. What her pedigree is, whether she's been DNA verified, all that's available to look. At, at an individual cow level. One of the features of my head that's a little bit different is the use of the farm diary. So what we do is every time any information is entered into the system at all, it's recorded on the day, 
and by who recorded it. And it's all available to view on a farm diary. So you can imagine sitting in front of your diary and if you think, oh, when, when did something occur? Um, you can go back and look back over time in your calendar to see what was done on the farm on that day. And then from the calendar, you can just click into see the actual information that was entered. And if necessary, you can change it. So, Andrew, if farmers don't want the bells and whistles, but just the herd recording, does that work? Yeah, it sure does. So that's um, one of the things we wanted to do was to make sure that um, our current Insight customers can still do the things that they do today without having to upgrade. And so my herd is available on its own, in its own right, um, on the FarmIQ platform without needing to upgrade to Enterprise Dairy. And Enterprise Dairy is available for those farmers that see some value in those extra products. Great. So I imagine it'll be a slow rollover and my herd will eventually replace Insight. Yeah, that's right. Although we're going to work with our um, current Insight customers because we do need to be mindful about how quickly we migrate people off the Insight platform and onto the MyHerd platform. Although I don't think once farmers start using MyHerd and they have been an Insight customer, I think they'll quite quickly make the decision to move to the new product. And what about farmers who might have their herd records with Minder? What is the process to bring their records over to MyHerd? So that process is a little more involved. It means that we have to obtain the information um, from LIC and that information comes through the Dairy NZ, through the Dairy Industry Good Animal Database. The good thing about that is when farmers transition from Minder to MyHerd, they won't lose any of their animal history. And so in terms of the actual physical transfer, I see are they able to access that data from LIC on behalf of farmers to do that process for them? Yeah, that's right. We'll be doing that process for them electronically and making it as painless as possible. And now a quick word from our sponsor. If you're keen to save money on air tags this season, we recommend you take advantage of CRV's early bird offer. It's possibly the best on the market. You can save up to 10% on AirTags simply by contacting your local CRV Ambreed field consultant by the end of April and ordering a combination of Genetics, Estratect and AirTag products. Plus, all early bird orders will go in the draw to win an Air New Zealand Deluxe Mystery Break for two. Once we can travel again, there will be no better time to explore our own backyard Orders must be placed before the 30th of April 2020. Ask your CRV field consultant for more information and full terms and conditions. Now back to the show. So incorporating herd testing data into my herd will be a key part of helping farmers with their decision making. Mark Redgate is CRV's herd testing manager. He's been sitting there listening to our conversation this afternoon. Mark, can you tell me about the CRV herd test service and how does it differ to alternative services? The CRV herd test system is, is different. We measure real milk on farm. We don't have a weighted measurement for it. Farmers really like that. They get to see what their cows are producing. It's in a large flask and it relates to litres. All our herd tests are governed and we have a trained technician. That is at every herd test. We don't do a self-sample system currently. And that, that means that our farmers, they don't have to worry about the stress of herd testing. It's all taken care of by our technicians. 
our testers set up a, an ICAR approved meter, so it records volumes and it takes a subsample all at the time of milking, and it means that we, we provide really, really accurate data. And one of the benefits of that compared to some others is that we're only taking a 30 mil vial from the farm. So we sample that. We're not taking a lot of milk out of the vat. There's more room in the space that is always congested around that herd testing time. After the test is taken, that, that vial is then processed by Milk Test New Zealand. The bonus about that is Milk Test New Zealand tests all farm supplies from every dairy company. We're really comparing ourselves apples with apples. We know that our results match the results that go back to farm, which is really important for farmers that they don't see the variance amongst that. Also, we issue a same-day report. So providing they're a CRV recording client and have their records up to date and comply with the compliance side of herd testing, they'll get a report the same day. Three days later, they will get a report, a full herd test report that goes out to them. And also one of the other key points around us is that our herd testers, our trained technicians, they manage their own calendars. So that means on farm, they can work with the farmer to be flexible around dates, timing, AB, things like that. So overall, we provide a service that is catered solely to the farmer. I think, Marty, you were telling me before we started recording that you've been herd testing with CRV for 25 years. Is that right? Um, yeah, that'd be guessing. I would say we've been milking here for over 30 years and it was not long after they started that we started up. So exact number, I wasn't sure, but it was just at least 20 years anyway. And um, what do you enjoy about CRV being able to do the herd testing for you? Um, the great thing is that, yes, there is someone there to do it. So it's all electronically done now. They've got scanners that scan each file, so it's all automatically done. Numbers are put on. I also like that usually you have to have an extra person anyway for herd testing. So you may as well have someone independent there. That also means that our herd tests are done by an independent person. So there's no way anything can be altered or done wrong. And generally we found the results we actually changed to start with because the results we're getting from LIC were not corresponding with what we're getting in the vet. So, Mark, in what areas of the country do you run herd tests and what type of additional testing is available through CRV? So, in regard to where we'll test, we test anywhere, the whole country. So, we've got technicians across the whole nation. We are known to when farmers require more than one assist or one test at a particular test, we do transfer our staff around. So, we've got all, all the country covered. What else have we got available? We've got A2 testing. Uh, which is available as a bulk milk test or as an individual cow test. BVD and, and Yoni's, um, those tests are also available, and we do that through DRL, Dairy Research Limited in the South Island. Going forward, herd testing, we'll be offering some more services around the, the animal health of the cow. That's starting to be a, a really important factor on the farm, and I'm sure Marty will back that up. And Mark, you can also do milk urea nitrogen testing as well for farmers to get a bit of an idea of their environmental impact. That's right. So that's done at herd test and that's available to do exactly that, to let the farmer know where his environmental impact is. And I mean, going forward, sustainability, the breeding of the, of the animals that we're doing, it's all important, it's all relevant, and we need to know what those animals are actually eating and what they're putting out. And is that a standard test that you run in all herd tests or is that something farmers elect? No, it comes across on the herd test report. Okay, great. So CRV has also launched its non-invasive pregnancy testing through milk sampling last year. Mark, how does this work and how popular has it been with farmers? It's 
been extremely popular with farmers. We, in actual fact, have doubled the number of samples we thought we would have. Farmers really enjoy it. Uh, um, for want of a better phrase, there's two things they don't enjoy, and one is herd testing and the other one is pregnancy testing. So doing it through the milk sample, and it's the same milk sample that is taken at herd test, there's no additional sample required, we're able to do that with being non-invasive on the cows, which, which farmers really like. So minimal disruption. It's a very, very accurate test. The results that come out of the IDX kits, which is what we test them with, is 98.4% accurate. Another benefit with that is that we can do it 28 days after mating. So if the bull's removed, mating's finished, 28 days later, we can give a result. The cost currently to the farmer is $3.75, and we think that's a very competitive way to, to not have to do an additional job. So pregnancy testing going forward is going to be very, very popular. In fact, um, without COVID-19, we, we looked at um, some really significant numbers going through April, but unfortunately due to shutdown, we, we currently can't do that. Yeah, that's understandable. And I imagine that that pregnancy test is a lot available a lot earlier for farmers if they can do it 28 days after mating. Yep. So to talk of averages, farmers cease mating sort of early January. So we start doing them, the tests start coming in through early February. So February, March, April, a few are pending on herd sales where pregnancy tests need to be done. And uh, farmers really, really enjoy not having to have the vet do it and just do it through that last herd test. So Marty, have you used that pregnancy testing service yet or are you planning on using it this year? No, it hadn't actually came out because we pregnancy test in August, September, which is different to everyone else. We actually use all AI on the farm. We don't have any bulls on farm at all. So if a cow is in calf, we have a mating date. She might have more than one mating date. But really all we want to know is, is she in calf or not? The other great thing is it will depend on when our herd tests fall to mating dates, which we can now look at and might alter slightly because with those earlier days to be able to pick them up, it still gives you time to mate that cow again if you do an earlier one. And you can then get those cows in calf or use a seed or whatever you might have to do to give them a chance to get in calf. As Mark said, I don't like pregnancy testing at all. It means you've got to bring the whole herd back down around in through the middle of the day, which cows do not like. They're very much a creature of habit. So they like become in milk, go out, and when you have to turn around and bring them all back in, it doesn't really help your production or anything else. The only small thing I can see about it, which I'm not too worried about, is it doesn't actually date the pregnancy. So a farmer who may have done AI and then run bulls might come back with the cows and calf, but he won't know whether she held to that AB or whether she's come back to a bull. But when we've done our pregnancy testing, maybe two or three cows are found by the vet that might have held to an earlier semination. So I don't see it in our point being a very big problem at all. And I guess with DNA testing, Mark, that eliminates that issue as well for farmers? Yep. Yep, and, and look, going forward, we will get to the point where we can combine the mating data that we have through my herd and match that against the timing of the pregnancy test. So those dates would not give an individual date, but they would give a, a range of when um, the cow was calving, for example. The farmers are really excited to know who's going to carve in the first three weeks. And going forward, we'll be able to look at something like that. So do you have to record with my herd to use CRV herd testing, Matt? No, no, currently you don't. In fact, 60% of our herd testing customers record with LAC. 
So we're open to test anyone as long as they meet the compliance criteria, which means they need to be recording with someone and they need to record calving dates. They need to have two-year-olds, ear tagged, and as long as those criteria are met, we're happy to test with them. So after her testing, you said that farmers get that report on the same day and then three days later they'll get the full report. How quickly can they expect the data to be on my herd? It can be as quick as the process. So our samples come out of milk test. The raw data is released to us. It's then translated into a report form. Once that's in our system, it will go straight on their records. So currently with, with herd test, we allow seven days to make sure that our testing is done. We have that in the New Zealand herd testing standard. So it's very quick after that, once the samples have been processed by milk test and released to us, which is usually 48 hours maximum after they've been tested, we can then put that straight into the farmer's records. And with my herd, what changes should farmers expect to see to their reports when it comes to herd testing? It's a very good question and probably one Andrew should chime in on here. There will be changes, but until we launch the product and we see how it's going, the report will still contain all the data that it does. Yes, I guess what Mark's talking about is how we deliver the report's going to be quite different. Um, we're quite paper-based at the moment and we'll be moving on to MyHerd's a digital platform. So the reports will be available to be generated and printed out or they can be the information, those reports are available to be viewed on screen as well. So it's really the delivery mechanism that's different. Because our data is captured um, electronically in the shed, there's no reason why we can't, as soon as the herd test has been completed, we can provide information immediately into the MyHerd product if the herd test standards have been met. So if those herd test standards have been met, farmers will be able to at least see their, their yield, their litres of milk produced by each cow. Obviously, we have to send the sample to the lab to have it analysed and get that data back before we can then put that into MyHerd. But that, as Mark said, should be a maximum of 48 hours after the herd test has been completed. So, Andrew, with this new MyHerd technology, does it excite you what the capacity you can use it for in terms of reports and, and new data and, and the new products that CRV might come up with at a later date? Is it this technology that can obviously have you know give you a greater ability to put these out to farmers? Yeah, absolutely. This investment is all about the future, really, for us and brings our technology platform up into the modern era. So, you know, this launch in June is just the start. And so, you know, once we've launched the product and got it up and running, then we're going to look to work to integrate our product with other companies that um, provide systems to farmers. So milking systems, feed systems, way scales, you name it, we're looking to integrate with um, many other partners. And Marty, does that excite you to hear that, that there is more integration and you can go to one tool and be able to access all the information you need? Yes, it does. At the moment, I don't have any recording or drafting in the shed. It's something we have looked at, but with a lot of these things being only 250 cows, the per cow price on that is fairly dear because if we had a thousand cows we still only need one scan and one drafting unit probably the other biggest thing that i haven't gone ahead and done this is that if we'd have gone into a different system and then this changes then we've got to change everything again so maybe looking down the road once it's set up we would look at all under the one system the same recording and everything else because it would be very handy to be able to just enter your cows numbers for 
mating and they just automatically get drafted out rather than having to do it manually. Absolutely. So if farmers want to know more about MyHerd or CRV's herd testing services, where should they go, Andrew? Well, the first port of call would be to go to um, um, www.myherd.co.nz and register your interest there because the advantage of doing that is that we can keep you regularly updated in terms of progress. So that's um, the first port of call. Otherwise, the CRV field rep service is there and um, they'd be happy to talk to you about my herd at any time. So, Mark, I'm, I presume you're scratching your head at the moment with COVID-19 and when you're going to be able to get back out and do some herd testing for farmers. Yeah, we are. And it's a little bit frustrating because we were seeing some real growth towards the end of the season here and, and we were looking forward to that. Where to from here, look, Jacinda will, will allow us to be back in business and the good thing about herd testing and the small amount of farmers it's affected in terms of uh, postponing their herd test, we'll be able to get back on deck very quickly once we're allowed to be out on farm and safely. Well, thank you so much for joining me, gentlemen. Um, it's been another really interesting insight into what CRV and Breed are up to and what's coming out. Take care of yourselves and stay safe during the rest of the lockdown period. And we look forward to coming out the other end and seeing some of these tools being used this season. Thank That's you. Great. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks for your time, Cheryl. Thanks for listening to CRV Ambreed's Better Heard podcast. Read more about today's topic and our panel guests by visiting CRV Ambreed's website, www.crv4all. That's the number 4all.co.nz or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Check out our upcoming topics and join us again soon for your Better Heard Fix.